You're listening to Review Season. Flex here, and it's time for another honorable mention for 2022. Our final honorable spot goes to Chris Hammer and his latest novel, The Tilt, the second novel in the Ivan Lukic and Nell Buchanan series. If you're the sort of person who opens recipes on the internet, scoffs at the four paragraphs of personal context atop the page, scrolls to the recipe, and copies the bare bones into a text document, first, I empathize, and second, I'd like to provide you with an upfront summary so the following minutes of effusive verbosity can wash over you like the breeze on a quiet forest night. Chris Hammer's The Tilt is an executional masterpiece in outback noir, collating the hallmarks of Australia's now signature subgenre of crime fiction, with arrestingly realized characters telling a generational story of family, trauma, and the evolving forest. Its vast page count will prove no obstacle, with Chris Hammer's gripping and insightful hand hurtling you through its many twists and turns. What the tilt achieves structurally is such a monumental achievement that it's almost a disgrace how effortless it feels, and Chris Hammer deserves the world of credit for pulling it off. Now, with that out the way, I knew, given its complexity, there is no way I could adequately summarize my feelings on what is within the pages of the tilt, so I thought the best way is instead to talk about everything outside its pages and why it matters so much. To begin, I wanted to talk about perspective. If you've been listening to review season on Death of the Reader, you've probably become accustomed to the encouraging second person we like to write in. It's a bit of a radio trick talking in second person as the English language has quite cleverly made the singular and plural second person use the same pronouns. It means I can talk to you and you all at once without changing my speech, and it helps you feel addressed directly as the listener. We write our reviews hoping that our speculation on your reactions might encourage you to pick up a story and prove us right or wrong. In the world of fiction, singular third person is the norm since it's the frame of mind that naturally comes to us when thinking about another. Over the years on Death of the Reader, we've had several perspectively games like the ever-evolving camera of The Lamplighters by Emma Stonex in 2021, the impossibly simultaneous first and third person of Crossing the Lines by Solari Gentle, the immaculate clarity of voice in The Rules of Backyard Cricket by Jock Sarong, and just you wait until the start of next year with Benjamin Stevenson's Everyone in My Family Has Killed Someone. The more I think about my reading, It's the novels that stick me in weird perspectives that I love the most. I wasn't much of a thriller guy until I found myself screaming out of Timothy Blake's subconscious in Jack Heath's Hangman series, for example. As you've probably long since heard by now, Jane Harper's The Dry is considered by most to be THE Outback Noir novel, or at least the one that finally made publishers give the subgenre a serious look. A story that reeks of the arid, flammable oppression of a rural summer, its parallel timelines of Aaron Falk's youth and adulthood laid the groundwork for what has become tradition in our local subgenre. For centuries, crime fiction has wrangled with the idea that murder has more to do with what happened outside the timeline of the crime itself. Our motives always run deeper than what fits between the covers, and Outback Noir is one of a growing number of subgenres that codify at their heart the power of sharing these broader motives more explicitly, despite the implicit complexity of trying to wrangle parallel tales. Since The Dry, the eternal game of authorly one-upsmanship paired or replaced this chronological complexity with multiple character lenses, environmental messages, and the small-town big issues that cities never used to hear about. Earlier this year, we found an incredible culmination to that with Haley Scrivener's Dirt Town and its ominously ambiguous choral voice for the kids of Durton, but it seems that same one-upsmanship couldn't let us rest on our laurels for even one year. And so now, we come back to the tilt. Still one paragraph of context to go. 
I'm not going to pretend I've read every Outback Noir novel, and if I were to attempt to catch up, I'd probably only fall further behind as more brilliant novels and novelists join the fold just to spite my efforts. That said, for all I have read, it seems to point at the tilt. So many Aussie authors have pointed me at Chris Hammer's Scrublands as the other novel that opened the door to Outback Noir as we know it. Countless authors in that wake add countless unique spins to the engulfing perspectives and quintessentially local themes of the subgenre. Now, along comes Chris Hammer in novel number five to tie them all up in one dense tome that could have been two, even three fully realized stories in their own right without raising the word count a single digit. Despite the immensity and completeness of each, the tilt's three tales meld together seamlessly in an impeccably paced, enveloping, mysterious read, wherein Chris Hammer not only spins one of his signature spectacular yarns, but proves with mathematician's precision that there is method to the madness our subgenre can muster. If I were in some vain effort to try and create a style guide for Outback Noir as it stands in 2022, I would reach the end only to realize that all I had done is finally manage to write a review of The Tilt that didn't feature four paragraphs of effusive contextual detours. The Tilt may be an entry in the Nell Buchanan and Ivan Lukic series, but truer to itself is a story of three people separated by decades in the Barma Millowa forest near the titular Cadell Tilt. A literally explosive opening sees the present-day forest flooded just as it used to be before we started thinking ourselves greater than the river. The hole where the water regulator used to be unearthed skeletons in the town's what water closet? Through voices of the people calling the town of Tulong home through the decades, we slowly at breakneck lilt dredge their lives up, living through their best and worst days, following the river of time where it leads, all to answer the questions that burn at the back of Tulong expatriate Nell Buchanan's mind. From the perspective of a man, Jimmy, who grew up in the area during the Second World War, we hear the tapes of a confession. It's not clear exactly what the confession is for, or precisely when it happened at first, but the implicitly unreliable narration of a boy recounting his own experiences drips with intrigue, and the mystery fan in you will love joining the dots on this one. From the perspective of a lovesick young girl, Tess, in the 70s, we unravel the culture and relationships of kids in a small town, straddling the age between bicycle riding and car driving, as the turbulent passions of youth clash with the logistical complexities of crushing on one of three brothers, with all the cringeworthy trappings of young romance, but also the real sense that life won't wait for kids to grow up. The personal links to Nell are blatant and deep, and you'll love the way it completely reframes conversations in our third perspective, which is, of course, Nell. Ivan is on high as barely moral support, clearly wrapped up in something bigger that Nell isn't quite qualified as a newly minted homicide detective to witness. Returning to her hometown against her best wishes, it's the first time she's really had the lens to quite understand the world that revolved under her nose as a kid. Laden with brisk action, torsions and confrontations, it's where all the crunchy goodness of a thriller novel fits, but it's both not the only place it fits and made immeasurably stronger for the contribution of our past timelines. I cannot call The Tilt the best Outback Noir novel because I think stories speak too personally to us for such a claim to ever ring true, but I can say with confidence that this is the best summation of the current zeitgeist, almost non-fiction in fiction as it wields the weapons of our subgenre to battle. If I were to pick one book for a class starting early 2023 that attempted to teach the broad qualities of Outback Noir, it would be The Tilt. Just the same as six months ago, that class would be handed a copy of Dirt Down. I'm confident it won't be long before The Tilt is dethroned in the same manner. Chris Hammer has championed both explicitly and implicitly his peers in the world of Australian crime fiction as our crime writing has become more ours. 
and it's only fitting he would write its present history without even trying, though I'm sure he did try bloody hard to write a novel this good. The Tilt by Chris Hammer receives my honourable recommendation this review season on your Murder Mystery World Tour. International readers might find it published as Dead Man's Creek. The book is out with Alan and Unwin in Australia, and thank you to them and Bad Sydney Crime Writers Festival for providing copies and time speaking with Chris about the novel. My interview alongside the book's release will be linked on Death of the Readers podcast, which you should subscribe to on your app of choice. You're listening to 2SER 107.3.